Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Believe Me right here on Stadium TV. Cam Rogers with you alongside my guys, Clay Harbor, Mr. 7 and O, and Brandon Lang of BrandonLang.com. Great to be with you here on this Friday evening. Many more football picks to come, but Brandon was shocked when I told him, Clay, you went a perfect 7 and O. The floor is yours, my friend. Your thoughts? You know what? Some people say maybe I'm gonna brag. Maybe when you expect this, you know, you don't have to brag or say anything. This is just what I expect. You know, Brandon's good, he's an all around great better. But when it comes to football, the claymaker, Clay Harbor, knows his stuff. And Cam, you should have known better. I know you went three and four. If you'd have went with me, maybe one or two more times, you'd have a little more money in your pocket. So, to America out there. Just remember, last week I was 7-0, and I planned on staying perfect. Oh God, Brandon, your counter can be obviously <laughs> being profitable long-term is the key in betting. So 2-5 and five last week for you. Well, at BrandonLang.com, we're taping this show on Tuesday. We're looking for a 10th straight baseball winner. That's how hot I'm at Major League Baseball. So preseason football, it's the reason they call it preseason football anybody can be a set of preseason football when the game's on the line week one are you there to let him have his moral victories and his little pump his chest i went 7-0 preseason week one of the nfl actually no it'll be week one of college football i think it's uh august 27th or 28th that first saturday when we tape the show we'll be breaking down college football well let's see how the playmaker does when we start breaking it down. <laughs> That's when, when the it, bright lights come on. Not preseason when it matters. And quickly for the trolls out there who are emailing Clay, <laughs> listen, do me a favor. Get out of your mom's basement. Stop drinking the big gulp and watching tranny porn. Get a life, bro. <laughs> Get a life, okay? Get a life. Because you know what? We don't give a flying you know what. So let's rock and roll. Let's have a good show. Bam. Let's have some fun. Let's Since I began hosting this show, I have gotten plenty of emails, and I'm just like, how did you guys find my email? It's not all that public. But anyway, we digress. Let's get into, speaking of gambling, Phil Mickelson, who probably should listen to Clay Harbor more because he has gambled over $1 billion, reportedly, according to Billy Walters, a noted gambler and friend of Mickelson. Losses totaling $200 million over the course of three years. Major champion Lanny Watkins called Phil the most disappointing figure in golf. Brandon, you're on the inside in the golf world in many ways. And when you saw this story, it's like crazy, right? Well, my good friend Ted Treba played on tour basically in Phil and Tiger's heyday. Um, I got a lot of intel from Ted about Phil, about Tiger. Um, we were actually at lunch with his buddy Frank and two girls that were single when one of the girls, gorgeous, by the way, when one of the girls pager went off and she goes, I got to go. And as she left, the other girl goes, Tiger. I mean, it was just ridiculous to find out the things pager. that I found out that I, you know, I've shared with friends in, in my personal life, but I will never go on air right now and get into the carnage of it all. But there were rumors of Phil getting a african-american girl pregnant in chicago and he has has a kid with her phil and his wife were were uh noted swingers in the phoenix area um i've heard those rumors for a while again just rumors but if there's rumors out there obviously there must be some truth to it 
of the gambling fill. There were rumors out there forever. Now here comes Billy Walters book talking about it. I met Billy Walters, been around Billy Walters, played golf with Billy Walters. And I will tell you something. There aren't many, very many people in life that I have met that I took a step back and went, wow. Like, I'm not going to use the word man crush, but just you were so impressed by everything about him. One Besides of the most, me, one Brandon, of the, obviously. You, <laughs> the women Naturally. you're taking up on a, on a daily basis. Um, but, but just how gracious, humble, just how, I don't know, nice he was and how impressed I was with him. And so I, I, I will believe anything it was Phil who dropped dime on Billy Walters, and it was Phil that basically put Billy Walters in prison um, <clears throat> to save his own butt. I don't think Billy's coming after Phil in this book to get revenge. I just think Billy's like, you want to know the true story? I'm going to tell the true story. I, you know, Chris Jordan on my website was a runner for Billy Walter for years and mm -hmm. um, gave me great stories about Billy Walters moving the line. So, again, I believe anything that comes out of Billy Walters' mouth, our government was af after him for years. They trapped Mickelson. Mickelson's a rat, and that's where we're at. So I can't wait for the book. And and again, I believe every single thing that Billy Walters says about Phil Mickelson. Okay, Clay, let's set the scene here. Walters alleges that Phil attempted to bet on the 2012 Ryder Cup, by which, of course, Phil was on the team. And that totaled $400,000 never happened, but Phil denies that he even tried. So somebody's lying. It's either Walters or it's Phil after Brandon's soliloquy there, I'm inclined to think it was Phil. What do you make of this whole story? Man, it's tough, and it's unfortunate. You know, watching Phil Mickelson as a guy who's aged but still competitive, you know, you kind of look up to that. A guy that can stay competitive for this long, you know that he has a certain discipline about him and a certain way to, to a competitiveness. And I think maybe somehow that's part of that competitiveness got the better of him in the gambling world, and I think – you know, a lot of these guys, people forget they're athletes, but they are human, man. That same competitive nature that drives him to still be competitive at this older age with these young guys is a competitiveness that brings him to want to be this guy that can beat the system in gambling. So it's unfortunate. And, uh, you know, I hope I hope he still got some money left. That is a lot of bread right there. Well, he, he does. He got he got paid some tremendous money to go play the live tour. So Phil's. Yep. Phil's got a little cash in the bank. He's not hurting, but uh, yeah. you're right, Clay. It um, it goes fast when you're a addicted, degenerate gambler. $200 million straight up before hitting a golf shot did Phil get from Live Golf, so he is probably fine for now. All right, guys, let's pivot to NFL preseason week two, and guess what, Clay? You're going to lead off every single pick as we go down the line here, and we're going to start with your Jaguars and the Lions. The Lions are getting four at home. Trevor Lawrence looked good in the opener there last week. C.J. Beathard was solid, too. No Jared Goff last week. We'll see if he plays for the Lions this week, but I would expect plenty of Nate Sudfeld here. So similar situation as to what we saw with the Bills and Colts last week, Clay. Home dog, four points, more than that three-and-a-half number. What are you doing? I was just in Jacksonville, Florida today. I went down there to check out camp and to see how everything's going down there in Jacksonville. And I got to tell you, I was absolutely blown away with this team. This team is looking even better than I thought. Okay, I don't think a ball hit the ground all day with Trevor Lawrence 
Zay Jones caught a couple touchdowns. Christian Kirk, couple touchdowns. Calvin Ridley, couple touchdowns. Travis Etienne is looking fast. Tank Bigsby, under the radar running back. Rookie looking good. Jamichael Hasty, a guy a lot of people forgot about, looking good. And you've got C.J. Bethard's going to get some playing time. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence obviously going to get some. But Nathan O'Rourke, hero of last week against Dallas in the last seconds, winning that ball game. And get a lot of tick, and that kid can straight up sling it. I don't care which quarterback is playing. All three of these guys look good. All three of them can sling it. And that's why I'm taking Jacksonville. Duval! Minus the four <laughs> with the Jaguars. Brandon, you're a home dog guy. Are you going with the Lions? The man ain't going eight, no. Dan Campbell, <laughs> Motown in the house, shizzle for shizzle. I'm telling you right now, Detroit got it done. Against the Giants, they were a little home dog there. Got the outright win. Sudfeld, get time. I wouldn't be surprised if Jared Goff plays a series or two. But I'm all. I said the Detroit Lions winning that division. Detroit Lions going to make the playoffs. Detroit Lions going to make some noise. And I'm going to ride them all preseason. I'm coming back with the Lions plus the points to get it done over Duval. You're giving me more than three at home in the preseason. I will take those points plus the four Detroit Lions. Sorry, Clay, regression to the mean has to happen at some point, right? So I will go with Brandon on that one. Next up here, Dolphins, Texans, Texans laying three and a half at home. Dolphins 4-0 ATS in their last four versus the AFC. Texans 4-1 ATS in their last five overall. Houston Outgained New England big time last week. The Dolphins had four turnovers a week ago. Clay, where are we going here? I'm going with the Dolphins. I I like the Dolphins because I think that obviously two is probably not going to play. If he plays at all, he's not going to play much. But Mike White is a guy, and Skylar Thompson are two guys that I like. I think both these guys can sling it. They're going to get a lot of tick. I don't know what Tyler – Tyreek Hill is going to get. I don't know what Dylan Waddle is going to get, but I like Braxton Berrios. I like River Craycraft. I like some of the reserves. I think that the Dolphins will take this one, so I'm going with them. Okay, Dolphins plus three and a half, Brandon. I agree with my brother from another mother. I think he's on the right side here. <laughs> um, I watched the, the the Texas play last week. You know, they're listen, to have Keenum and Mills and to be able to have those two play a little bit, um, especially in this game, hard to go against. But again, Miami 4-0 against the spread last four and getting three and a half. I just think it's way too many points here. Let's ride the Dolphins from South Beach to get it done. I agree with Clay on this one. Let's do it all together, plus the three and a half with the Miami Dolphins. Next up, we've got the Buffalo Bills taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers in the big ketchup bottle. Steelers laying two and a half in this one. Probably no Josh Allen this week, Clay, but likely some Kenny Pickett. Mason Rudolph, by the way, was fantastic against the Bucks a week ago. Matt Barkley was solid, pretty efficient, 14 to 15 passing for the Bills. So some interesting quarterback play that's going very well for these teams. Steelers laying two and a half at home, Clay. I like the Steelers, okay, and you'll see Kenny Pickett. He's a young guy. He's going to get a lot of tick. And even behind Pickett, we got Rudolph and Mitch Trubisky. These are three capable quarterbacks. I don't care who you play here. These are three guys that have started games, have been effective, and they know that this is a big preseason for them. The, Rudolph and Trubisky, they're not going to play this year. They got, they, they're taking this serious. This, they know this is their chance to make sure that their skills are ready for the regular season. I think George Pickens will play a little bit. Allen Robinson will play a little bit. I like Pat Firemuth. 
And this is important for them. These quarterbacks are going to make sure that these offense, this offense is in line. That's why I think I, the, the Steelers will take this one. Minus two and a half here, Brandon. Are you with Clay on the Steelers? You know, I'm riding Mr. Mr. 7-0. and You know, I just think, again, <laughs> he's on the right side of the game here. It's a very rare occasion. And Clay made a great point that you're going to get in a preseason game your quarterback rotation that has three guys that have started. Mm-hmm. Rudolph started. Pickett started. Trubisky, high draft pick, Chicago washed out. How do you go <laughs> against that? How do you go against in the third and fourth quarter against third and fourth stringers? You got Trubisky running out there, ready to roll, and you got Rudolph running out there. I just think it's literally the right side of the game all day long, under the three number. Let's lay it with Pittsburgh. Yeah, let's do it. Minus two and a half. Trubisky has playoff experience, for crying out loud. We haven't seen Matt Barkley start in a long, long time, I feel like, in the NFL. So that is the right side to me as well. All right, Bears-Colts, one of Clay's teams here. The Colts are laying three and a half. Bears 0-4 ATS in their last four road games. Oh, or excuse me, 8-20-1 ATS in their last 29 games overall. The Colts... Really aren't that much better. One and four ATS in their last five home games. By the way, Anthony Richardson, as a side here, named the week one starter for this team. Clay, maybe react to that real quick and then get to the game. Yeah, I think that they're going to take some lumps. Anthony Richardson, they drafted him fourth overall. Obviously, you got Gardner Minshew, who's a capable veteran. He's shown he can he can win some games in Philly and put up some pretty dang good numbers. But he ain't got that receiving core he had in Philly. He ain't got that offensive line he has in Philly. And they know that they're probably going to be running for their life a little bit, and they're going to need some of this running game that Anthony Richardson brings. And they're kind of banking on Jonathan Taylor with that running game that Anthony Richardson brings to help this team out. And I love the Bears, but for this game, I'm going I'm going with the Colts hmm. because the Bears will do good in the first couple the first couple quarters, right? Justin Fields, Khalil Herbert look great. Dante Foreman. Look great. DJ Moore, incredible start last week. The first time he touched the ball in the, in, the, in a uniform, he ran 62-yard touchdown. Khalil Herbert, touchdown. I mean, these guys are, are looking good. DJ Moore will be back. Chase Claypool will, will maybe play, maybe not. They're traveling to Indy. They're going to play this week at the joint practices. Defense is looking better. Kyler Gordon, the defensive backfield, had a better day. But P.J. Walker, man, is, is awful at quarterback. Uh, he's just been during all training camp. I've been to a lot of practices. He's been throwing it to the other team as much mm. as he has his own guys. I mean, he's just throwing pick after pick after pick, and he's their backup quarterback. And they got Nathan Peterman. I mean, B Lang remembers the game. Nathan Peterman played, and he threw he threw five interceptions in the game with the Bills. So just because when Fields goes out, Indianapolis has Gardner Minshew playing, he's going to keep those guys in line. They might get better. So if the game is close with Richardson in there, it, they're, they're just going to take over when P.J. Walker and Nathan Peterman. They've been looking awful in camp. I hate to say that. I love my Bears. I, I don't like to go against my Bears, but I'm going with Indy just because the quarterback situation. Makes sense to me, Brandon. The favorite in this matchup, 5-1 and one against the number in the last six meetings here. I, I can't again, Mr. Seven and I'm gonna just say this <laughs> the whole show. And until he loses the game, he's Mr. Seven and Mr. Seven and He's Mr. Seven and Everything he said makes sense. And how do you argue with that? Um yeah. 
Peterman is atrocious, has always been atrocious. <laughs> and Minshew, the idea of Minshew coming in third, fourth quarter against scrubs is just, yes. you, you can't go against that. You can't. Yeah. You, just, you just can't. They're giving you value here with, with, with Minshew and the boys. Let, let's, let's ride. I'm going to ride with Clay again. Let's go. Only, my, only minus three and a half, too as the favorites are the Colts in this one. So I'm with you. Let's do it. We are agreeing on a lot right now, guys. Maybe things will change here. Tampa Bay and the New York football Jets. The Jets are laying two. The Bucks 213 and one ATS in their last 16 overall. New York, by the way, outgained Carolina 333 to 165 in the win last week. Bucks looked horrible against the Steelers a week ago here. Clay, does that carry over? What's the move? Um, I'm taking, I'm taking the, man, this is a tough one, but I'm going with the Jets. I think once again, Zach Wilson is getting an extended amount of playing time. I know they're a little bit of a quarterback competition over there with the Bucks, with Baker Mayfield, or should I say Faker Mayfield, Desmond Ritter. <laughs> but I like the Jets because I think Zach Wilson knows that this is very important to him. It's his time to show that he's not a bust. Aaron Rodgers is his team. He's the guy leading the show. And Zach Wilson has to has to get his reps in here. He has to show the the teams that he can play. This is a big. This is his Super Bowl. So I'm going with the Jets. Only two here with the Jets. So not a steep number, Brandon. They'd never lost a preseason game under their head coach until they lost Hall of Fame game, and that was a four string defense that couldn't get one stop. Um, <laughs> right. Then they took care. Of, then they took care of business last week. Um, I said to just take them in the first half of every preseason game this year with Zach Wilson playing the whole first half, and and, and you're not going to lose money. I'm going to come right back and say that's that, that's another winner here. Jets first half with Zach Wilson playing the whole first half. This is last year's starter trying to learn Aaron Rodgers tutoring him. He's getting better. You can see it. You can't go against the Jets in this situation. My pick is the Jets first half to get it done with Zach Wilson leading the way. Yeah, I'm going to play it safe and go first half as well with the Jets because you never know what's going to happen there in the third and fourth quarters. But great points by both of you guys on that one. Jets minus two is the number for the full game. Okay, Patriots and Packers. The Packers are laying two. Patriots had just nine first downs and were three of 12 on third down a week ago against the Texans. Packers 4-1 and one ATS in their last five games overall. Packers, by the way, trounced the Bengals with over 400 yards of offense, Clay. So good start for the Packers here. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers here. I think Jordan Love is going to get extended time. He looked pretty good. He had a couple misses, but he looked pretty good overall. He had a solid outing, and the young receivers are going to play on the young tight end. They got, rookie, they got two rookie tight ends. And Luke Musgrave and Tucker Kraft that I love. And these two guys are going to play extended reps because they're rookies. They're not going to get any time off. Then you got Christian Watson, who's going to play a ton of reps. And Romeo Dobbs is going to play a ton of reps because they're young guys, too. I think this Packers team, they got nine first-round picks on their defense. And unfortunately, I think this Packers team, for us Bear fans, is going to be better than we thought. I think Jordan Love is going to be better than we thought. He's going to get extended time this week to, to really push in to the season. So I'm taking the Packers. Yeah, they looked really good, Brandon. Only two for the Packers. If you watch that Patriots preseason game, Bill Belichick on the sideline looked like a kid that had his favorite toy taken away. <laughs> he just, just just looked like he was just pouty, angry, frustrated. Where's Tom? I'm not getting my way. Mom, I want to go to Burger King. I don't want to go to McDonald's. 
just not happy right now. I want this. I want this. I, I want – that was Bill Belichick. I don't trust this team the entire preseason. I've called it early on an earlier show. They're going to be garbage this year, absolute garbage, led by Billy Belichick, the pouty, pouty, little hoodie man, hoodie man. What about Zeke? Against the Patriots. Zeke, period. yeah. Zeke is not going to make a dent with this Patriots team. One of the least efficient runners last year in the NFL. Packers all the way, minus two in that matchup. Guys, we are agreeing on a lot, but it is the preseason. We're just warming up here. Let's talk about this one. I was very intrigued about this number. The biggest spread on the board this week, Cowboys, Seahawks. Seahawks are laying seven in a preseason football game. Dallas won three and one ATS in their last five road games. Seattle won and eight ATS in their last nine overall, although they played great against the Vikings a week ago, averaging 6.0 yards per play. So, Clay, minus seven, can you lay that in the preseason? That's tough, man. Can you explain that to me? Why is it minus uh, seven? I don't get it. Like, what's, the depth? What's happened? Quarterbacks? Yeah. Man, that's that's a lot. But I, I'm going to go with the Cowboys here. I think that uh, they got – I don't think Dak's going to play much. But I like Will, Will Greer and Cooper Rush. I think that Will Greer coming into his third season is a guy that, that actually can play. He's just not – hasn't got the opportunity. He knows it's important to him. Cooper Rush – it's important to him. I think Dallas is in a situation to where maybe they don't play CD Lamb, Brandon Cooks much, but I still think they're they're a solid team and they got good depth on this roster. So I'm taking the Cowboys. Brandon, we got minus six with the Ravens last week. Failed to cover. Can the Seahawks do it? I agree with Clay. <clears throat> a team laying seven in a preseason game. That's outrageous. Like Wild. absolutely outrageous. Like you can't Wild. almost every preseason line you see three. Two, three, four, like right in there. Every preseason yes. loss. Now, so we're getting a seven number. Again, uh, either the Titanic is going to sink or we're going to make some serious money on this show because, you know, Clay's going first. You're in that right, going seven and oh. I agree with him here. I'm not going to pass up seven in a preseason game. I'm just not. You know, I'm getting greedy because I want that hook there, that seven and a half, but I'll go so, with the seven. So, no, spin the minus 130 by the half point. I keep telling Five. you that. You want the seven spin one. It's like laying a one thirty favorite in baseball. If you want the half point, do it. We talked about it on the show three, seven, 10, 14, 17 by that half minus one thirty. Okay. Protect yourself. I sometimes forget. I have that flexibility in the gambling world, but thank you. There you go. Minus seven. Can't do it. Dallas Cowboys plus the seven guys. We are agreeing on a lot here this week. That is our seven pack of games here for the NFL preseason. Clay, can he go seven and oh again? Any last word on that, Clay? What do you think? 14 and oh, when we uh, talk again? I'm really confident seeing these games. I'll probably be 14 and 0 coming next week, and <laughs> just probably keep it going all preseason, moving into the regular season. I mean, I'm probably going to set some records here, so you guys better follow along and make some money. Keep watching, believe me, right here on Stadium TV for Brandon Lang and Clay Harbor. My name is Cam Rogers. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.